0: Hey, Mike, I, uh, I wanted to talk about information silos and kind of getting, getting stuck uh, in various applications.
1: Define an information silo for me, Mr. Rohn.
0: Well, to me, an information silo is any sort of application where you put your data in one way uh, and you can't get it back out in a way that is easily transportable to other applications. Uh, a for instance would be Evernote for me. Uh, I mm-hmm. used Evernote for a while. After using Ujimbo for, for a few years, I, I succumbed to the, to, the, to the ubiquitous promise of Evernote. And that's the beauty of Evernote, right? Is that, you know, you've got an iPhone app and you've got a, uh, you've got a desktop app, and there's a version for Mac and Windows, and a, I think there might even be an Android app, and you know, and, and you kind of have Evernote everywhere, right? So
1: yeah, there is an app for everything. All mobile, all devices, mobile devices. Windows Seven, Palm, and,
0: Android, it is on everything. Right, it's meant to be, you know, for ubiquitous uh, capturing stuff. Anywhere you happen to be with whatever tool you happen to have at hand, um, they want to make an Evernote client for it. And that's great. I think that that's a beautiful idea. Um, And I know it serves a lot of people very well. Heck, it served me very well for a while. But I found that I had a particular problem that, uh, in fairness and now in hindsight, was not Evernote's fault. Uh, It was a bug that actually uh, was introduced in a small way by apple but i digress it wasn't evernote's fault but at the time it caused a number of my notes to be gibberish essentially and Hmm. it really freaked me out um because for me as someone who's a writer uh my notes are everything Um, and so it's like, okay, and all my notes are gibberish. I got to get them out of, I got to get all my stuff out of Evernote here. I want, really want to back it up and make sure that it's secure. And you, I, I went to export things and the only export options are more or less proprietary. And even something as simple as what should be just a simple text note, nothing but text, no formatting plain text you can't simply export as just plain text and hmm. that uh, uh, that was very disconcerting to me and it was at that point I realized I would never make that mistake again that one of the first things I would look at when I when I decide to use any any program especially one that's kind of a Everything bucket uh, is kind of what I like to call those programs where you know, hey, you yeah. can throw in you know your PDFs and your images and your, your movies and sound and text files and you know throw it family, all family pets. pets, you know, yes, sinks, <laughs> uh, you know, cats and dogs living together. Um, yeah, when you, you know, the, but it's nice because yeah, and then you can search it and tag it and file it into various collections and notebooks and and oh, you can organize it all these different ways and oh, she's for me, oh, that's just like I mean that's that's the ultimate in productivity nirvana, right? You know, so mm. uh, so I, I'm really drawn to these things, um, um, but. The key has got to be getting your information out the same way that you put it in. And if you put in a PDF, it should come out as a PDF. If you put in a text file, you should be able to export it out as a text file. It shouldn't I mean, change the nature of your data. Is this is it still that way? Do you oh know? yeah, it, it is still yeah, that way. Is, yeah. And and every time they come, do you out think with it's a,
1: something to do with the OCR? That, sorry, that that, that OCR the text recognition software and it might be something to do with that so maybe it's like the bug is because of a feature
0: well maybe uh, I've, I've tried to think of a lot of reasons why it is that way I think another big reason why it's that way is because another part of the ubiquity of Evernote is the ability to read and view this stuff in a browser on the web yeah. And so on an
1: Android phone right, right. on Yeah, okay. it's got to be in files that can be universally understood. Exactly. Otherwise the platform fails, does Exactly.
0: It? Right. So um while if you were just dealing with just a Mac client it would be very easy to hmm. uh have you know keep text files, text files, RTF files, RTF files, PNG files, PNG files. You get the idea. Um, when you translate that to the web, and you need some way to format that information that looks good and makes sense for for any browser to be able to read, then you have to convert it into some form of HTML or XML. And strangely enough, or not so strangely enough, XML is actually one of the two import options, or I'm sorry, two export options out of Evernote. So, but I don't want to just hammer away on Evernote. I mean, it applies to all sorts of things. I uh, way back in the day, um, you know, 20 years ago now, uh, when I was an early PC user, uh, the, my word processor of choice was uh, was AmiPro uh, on on PCs on on Windows. Um, and on Windows 3.1, I used uh, AmiPro, which was uh, made by Lotus, I believe. And it was a great word processor. But all of the, all that stuff that I wrote and saved out in AmiPro documents, there's no way I could open those up today. And same thing with, uh, with Microsoft Word. Um, believe it or not, there are versions of Word that are far enough back the version of Word document types that the most current versions of Microsoft Word, especially Word for Mac, can't open. Mm. Um, and so, for me, it's more than just kind of these everything buckets as information silos, or or even you know even websites. Minimal Mac is hosted on 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 Tumblr, for instance. And if it wasn't for uh, Marco's uh, brilliant uh, Mac only. Uh, Tumblr backup tool. If I needed to get my information out of Tumblr, uh, it wouldn't necessarily be all that easy. You know, if I.
1: But even with the backup tool, how is that presented? So, so let's say, for example, you took the information from minimal mac and wanted to put it onto wordpress you can't automatically do that can you
0: no you like, can't through- you can't and, and so in, and, in essence it's the same problem isn't it? it it is in a lot of ways but at the very least here's here is how that information is presented when you back it up off a of tumblr and that is that your uh, your you know any images that you've uploaded come down in their original image form you know jpeg or Mm. you know if it was png it comes back out as a png that sort of thing um any of your your text comes out as uh html and such um you know so certainly a very but it comes out in portable formats being being the uh being the the point if it was the case that it came out only in this proprietary if you could back it up but you'd only back up in this proprietary thing that only Tumblr could understand, or that you would have to have some difficulty at getting your actual data out, then I wouldn't be talking it up. But the fact is it comes out in a way that you can with a lot of effort, but you can then, you know, start uploading this to WordPress and start formatting it for there. So it's possible. But it's just not easy. It's just not easy. And so the bottom line for me is you know, look for the easiest tool that will allow you to have your information in a way that is sane and is sensible and is portable. And start off with the lowest common denominator and work your way up from there. Uh, for me, that lowest common do- denominator is plain text. If you take a plain text document, a .txt document, you can open that up on just about any computer system that's ever been made in the world for the past 20 years. And any computer that can't read plain text is not a computer. That can't read straight UTF-8 ASCII text is not not a computer. Um, And so... Uh, that's where I start. I start with plain text, and I kind of work my way up from there. And the more you work your way up, the closer and closer you get to a format that may not be able to be, to be viewed in 20 years. See, my,
1: my everything bucket of choice at the moment is uh, Simple Note. Yeah. Because for me, I mean, 95% of things that I need to keep are in text form. Yeah. Well, and and um, you can get so out of text exactly and it's accessible from again it's accessible from many other things Um, Simple Note guys don't make apps for all platforms but they have a strong API and so for example there isn't a Simple Note app for Android but I have an app which uses it syncs to and from perfectly so that for me works quite well um, because I'm tying myself to a service but I haven't got a worry there because it's backed up in many different places yeah well, for me, I've got
0: simple notes syncing to Notational Velocity, and Notational Velocity allows you to save the data, or you know, to actually have the database as opposed to having, having it within some, you know, some kind of proprietary database, to have your database as just a folder of text files. Which is brilliant, because mm. that means that anything that I write in the Simple Note gets synced to the Simple Note cloud, which then syncs down to Notational Velocity, which uh, then creates a plain text file in a folder uh, that I happen to keep on on. Dropbox, so it gets synced Obviously. up again. <laughs> oh my gosh, I mean, it's like... <laughs> and then it syncs back in. To it's just <laughs> round and around. <laughs> well, I don't have it that way. I mean, certainly there's a way that you can set it up uh, and, and very quickly do so in a way that, uh, that you'll have nothing but duplicates for days. But, uh, <laughs> but if you do it right, I mean, it's brilliant. You have several copies of your text files, backed up in several places, as plain text that you can get out as plain text that are ubiquitously able to be accessed from anywhere so you know or anything with a browser at least so I, you know that's Tell me that's what oh and well and that's the reason why i use yojimbo and you know i started off using yojimbo i moved to evernote and when things went south with evernote it's the reason i moved, went back to yojimbo uh, one of the things I love about Yojimbo is all the data you put in comes out in that same way. You export any of the data out, and it comes out that way. And part of it is because Yojimbo sticks to reading formats that are native on the Mac. You know, plain text, RTF, PDF, um, and it keeps your data that way, uh, even within the Yojimbo database. The uh, the thing I hate about Yojimbo, though, is that, you know, it's... Uh, the and, and and it's also one of the things i love they're very very careful about adding adding features and adding clients unlike evernote that is constantly looking for new ways to uh, uh to improve the product uh, uh beyond what it is uh to be able to have the product on any platform you may find in your hands uh yojimbo is almost the the exact opposite of that.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: which is a, a different side of the beware coin. Really. It really is. Yeah, yeah. Keep in mind that you know if you're waiting for a Yojimbo iPhone app, or uh, you know they only just recently introduced an iPad app. And that iPad app is really just read-only synchronization with your Mac database over Wi-Fi. Um, and, and so you, you can't enter, enter any notes in Yojimbo uh, for the iPad. Uh, you're, you're kind of uh, stuck with just being able to read them. Uh, yeah, And if you're waiting for that, you're going to be waiting for a long time, uh, it, perhaps, uh, because mm-hmm. I, I, I've always gotten the sense that uh, that... It was the sort of thing where uh, if only when Bare Bones uh, has a feature that they wish to add to the product, will they then do so. But, Mm. oh, well. And, you know, sorry for the phone ringing, but. It'll stop after a bit. Uh, in any case,
1: <laughs> That's Evernote calling? Oh no! That's,
0: they it, found out. It, it probably is. You know, it's, it's probably my <laughs> my good friend Brett Kelly uh, calling to read me the uh, Riot Act because he's listening in on this. So, but uh, you know, I, there was before we wrap this up. There was one one more tiny little thing that I wanted to touch on, right.
1: and 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 then we can conclude this. Which was just that another issue for me with information silos is that you can get stuck in them. Yeah. Because if you've got all of your files in something, and let's say they were in Evernote, which we've mentioned, it you know, can be difficult to get out. That's the problem. I mean, as well, if you've got something that's in, everything's in your Jimbo, your life is in there. You're kind of tied to it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, and you really have to think about, uh, as you're you know, growing more and more into, the, into such a tool, You know, what happens if the tool disappears suddenly? You know what happens if you can no longer have that tool, or even worse, what happens if that tool explodes? Right, mm-hmm. and and that's the reason why it's so important to be able to kind of get your data out. Uh, I on a you know, somewhat regular basis, you know, despite the fact that I make backups and everything else on a somewhat regular basis, I export everything out of Yojimbo and into just a, a folder, and then back up that folder uh, mm. s- because that way. Should you know, Yojimbo explode on me tomorrow, and I'm not able to even access uh, the backups I have. Um, well, guess what? I have all you know, all of that information. Uh, backed out into a regular old folder that I can then just take and and bring somewhere else. So yeah, be you know, always have an exit strategy, strategy. Especially
1: with Tumblr as well. Especially with Tumblr. Think about that. Yeah. Because there was a worry where we all thought we could have lost everything and probably ninety five percent of people did not have a backup. Yeah. Did you have a backup? Oh yeah. You did.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, could yeah. I expect anything else? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I set a reminder for myself uh, that pops up uh, every Sunday, every Sunday at seven o'clock. Uh, a reminder on, on, in my calendar. Backup minimal Mac po- pops up, uh, and sends an SMS to my phone. So <laughs> uh, so and before I go to bed every Sunday night, I I, I back up. Uh, so yeah. Uh, and yeah, I, I can't, I can't, exp- I can't go on and on that about that enough. Back up, back up, back up. You know, you can never have too many backups. And, so, uh, you know, so what we're trying to
1: say, is, don't stay away from information silos. Just be aware of what you're getting
0: into when you're going in. I couldn't have said it better myself. Thanks, Mike. No, thank you. All right. We'll talk later.